Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It is 10.09 WTIC News Talk 10.80. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sarice, our master of ceremonies. Again, I want to say congratulations to Matt and Lexi for a great event yesterday. Just a, a super, super event for uh, a fundraiser for autism yesterday at the uh, the Elks Lodge in Meriden. I grew I was born and raised in Meriden. I'd never been in the Elks Lodge, uh, Elks Lodge before yesterday. I, I hope I didn't damage it at all by my presence. But <laughs> it was great event, 250 people. The food was fabulous. Um, great spirit in the room. A lot of listeners were there, a lot of WTIC staff. Uh, not, not just TIC, a lot of staff were there. It was wonderful. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much. And, and yet another record. We have a 32nd. Amen. That is coming from Patricia W. So now the new record: thirty-two amens sent in for the nine-one-one prayer. That is fabulous, fantastical. Um, yes, yes, yes. Unbelievably wonderful. Thank, thank God. All right, I promised I would take this one call before we have Steve Bucci on hold on the hotline. But James has been holding since before the break. I promised I'd go to James. James, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Go ahead. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to just, um, remember last week I kept mentioning my Pastor Felix? Yes. And you said, tell him hello. I, I spoke to him yesterday. He returned the same uh, compliment. Thank you, Pastor Felix. I appreciate that. Oh, I have a special place in my heart for pastors. He said, tell you hello. Um, Thank you. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm in the process of, of putting my taxes together before the due date. Yes. And, and I do Uber from time to time. Yeah. And I started to do my gas receipts because yeah. I have a 1099 form. Yes. It blew my mind. Oh, sure. How much in gas, I, I right? Was looking, I was looking at the tax, you know, gas per gallon. I'm like, what planet was this price from? Well, we're paying twice as much as we were for gas just a little over a year a, ago. Twice as a, much. A, a little bit more than, 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 than half. Just yeah. slightly Slightly north of half. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, what a yeah. difference. And that was way before Pootie. 
Yeah, right. They're blaming everything on Putin. That's the new thing. Oh, it's Putin's yeah, fault. Remember, yeah. remember, Obama used to blame everything on on Bush. Oh, it's Bush's fault. It's Bush's fault. Yeah, now yeah. it's Putin. It, it doesn't matter what it is. A meteor strikes the planet. It's Putin's fault. And they're yeah, blaming well, well, the their inflation, gas price, anything they can get away with. They're blaming on Putin. Some of my relatives are still blaming Trump for Putin. I'm not. Well, whatever. Putin. They're interchangeable at this point. Putin, Trump yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's almost like you have siblings and one passed gas, you blame the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, have a wonderful day. James, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. All right, now joining us, uh, someone who has great expertise and knowledge about the United States military, having spent over 30 years in service, most of that time special forces, finished out in the Pentagon, West Point graduate, War College graduate, uh, now with the Heritage Foundation and a good, good friend. Uh, and we're welcoming back Steve Bucci to the program. Hello, Steve. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Thank Doing you for well. having me back on the show. Hope you had a good weekend. We did. So I'm not I, I've, I've changed. I've changed direction in my attitude toward Ukraine at this point, and, and largely because of the reports that are coming in, not just American, all all Western journalists reporting uh, the, the the slaughter the war we already knew it was happening but what they're seeing now in Kiev uh, with people just people being executed hands bound behind their backs shot in the head bodies left in the streets uh, I, I've now changed my position and I have been up to this point completely let's just supply them with weapons okay fine we're doing that maybe not to the rate that people would like i've now changed my position and i'm not changing position into say i don't want regular uh, ground troops sent into ukraine but there's a lot of other benefits that the united states has in assets so even if you disagree with my position i'm going to ask you the question this morning what else could we do to turn the table of this thing fairly quickly absent sending in conventional ground troops? Uh, well, there's actually quite a lot we could do. Uh, as we've talked before, I'm not a big fan of no-fly zones right. because, one, some people seem to think they're a panacea that once the good guys are flying around, everything bad under them stops, and that's just not true, uh, particularly when the bad guys are mostly shooting from airspace that's not over Ukraine. Uh, So, you know, unless we're willing to do a no-fly zone over, you know, Western Russia and Belarus Mm -hmm. uh, and and all of the Crimea, uh, it's unlikely that a a no-fly zone would help very much, but would have some downsides of, you know, we probably have to shoot down Russian airplanes. Yeah. Uh, But that aside... One, we could be doing a lot more with cyber. Uh, I think uh, people don't seem to understand that America actually has the most effective offensive cyber capabilities in the world. So there's a lot we could do to close more things down in Russia and increase their level of societal pain, if you will, Uh, not necessarily physical pain, but you know, the, the stress on their society to hopefully influence Putin. And I think we should be doing more of that. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, we could do a lot more with our special operations forces. Thank you. Uh, our the Army Green Berets, the Navy SEALs, 
uh, the Marine Corps Raiders, uh, and our the the intel community equivalent of those guys, which is the CIA's ground branch, which is not a big force. They're mostly former military special operators, but because they operate under intelligence heading rather than military heading, it sends kind of a different message. Same kind of capabilities, though, to go in and train the Ukrainians to, to work with these folks who have already shown the courage, already shown the willingness to fight for their country, to get in there, work with them in areas where they're not fighting the Russians, right, and right. improve their capability, their effectiveness with the weapon systems that were given them. The next step from that would be to use those unconventional troops together with the Ukrainians to actually do missions against the Russians. Mm -hmm. uh, probably selective, high-value targets where you want to be, for lack of a better term, really sneaky. Uh, get those folks in there. Let them put the heat on the Russians. Probably bring some Ukrainians with them mm -hmm. to, to give it that yeah, flavor, you know, flavor right. if you will. <laughs> yeah. uh, but to add to that capability. And then the last part is just getting more weapon systems to them, get them tanks, get mm -hmm. them aircraft. Mm -hmm. The Soviet, former Soviet-era Russian-style equipment that the Ukrainians already know how to use, right. but work with our allies, many of whom still have those weapons, give them some uh, backfill, and then assist them logistically to get those weapon systems to the Ukrainians. All of that should be done. The, the horrific pictures, Pastor, that we've seen uh -huh. over this weekend from the areas that the mm -hmm. Russians have, have um, moved out of around mm -hmm. Kiev, it's horrible. Yeah. I, you no, know, I, that's all that's what changed my mind about it, quite frankly. Yeah, these little old ladies laying in the street, men with their hands and feet tied mm -hmm. that have been executed, mm -hmm. women who are coming forward and saying, you know, women and girls, frankly, mm -hmm. saying that mm -hmm. they've been sexually abused yeah. uh, by the Russian troops. You know, no offense to the Russians, but, you know, Russia's got a rep about this kind of stuff. They, sure. the, the Soviet army did this when they rolled through uh, what was then Eastern Europe and mm -hmm. through Germany as, you know, as they were uh, finishing off the, the Nazis in, in World War II. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the people that they liberated, and I'm doing air quotes here, weren't terribly thrilled with the way they were treated by the, the Soviet army as it went through. There was a brutishness and a, a lack of concern for the normal mores of, of the civilized world among some of their forces. And, and frankly, that's a lack of discipline. Their leaders can't control them. And, and they do stuff like this. Mm -hmm. When you're in a guerrilla warfare situation, as they are in Ukraine right now, uh, it's more likely to happen. The conventional troops, in this case the Russians, get very upset that they're getting shot at from the shadows. Uh, they see their buddies being hit when they, they didn't really expect to get a lot of resistance. Uh, it's real easy for them to then turn that frustration on the, the innocent civilians around them mm -hmm. uh, and... And it's just unacceptable. Yeah. But the Russian leadership not only uh, can't stop it, but they're they're probably encouraging it mm 
to increase the terror factor that's there to go along with the, the shelling of, of uh, civilian targets as well. Yeah. We got Steve Bucci on the, on the line from Heritage Foundation. Steve, we, uh, remember the certainly the popularized movie Charlie Wilson's War, where we mm-hmm. were covertly funding, uh, I guess, the Taliban to fight the Russians. <laughs> True story. I mean, it's hard to believe, but I, I, I guess those things happen on a on a periodic basis. Would this fall into that kind of a category? I mean, is this something the and, and how would you do it? I mean, I, I don't know. The president will not do it on his own, right? You can't get Biden to do this. So would this be a, some, some covert, some, you know, congressional subcommittee that would uh, part of the defense committee or something, uh, international uh, uh, foreign intelligence? How would this, could it, I guess practically I'm asking, what, what would be a mechanism to get this thing in place that we would be able to do additional weapons and, and some covert activity? How, how, would that, how would that happen or could it happen? Okay, well, real quickly, that you know, there's a distinction between you know we we supported anybody who was fighting against the Russians in Afghanistan. That's where you're referring to at Charlie right. Wilson's war. Right, right. Uh, it wasn't all the Taliban. There were a whole oh, okay. bunch of other guys that we supported that okay. were not, you know, of the nature of the Taliban. The Taliban okay. just won the post-war fight afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this case, we're supporting again. Uh, the people whose country has been invaded without uh, any, you know, justification for it. Uh, and it is difficult, if not impossible, to do without the cooperation of the executive branch. The executive yeah. branch owns the military and the intel folks, so they have to cooperate. But Congress has some forcing functions that they can use to encourage the uh, executive branch to do these things. They can mm-hmm. just allocate money right, for right, it publicly. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, that puts pressure on the government to use that money to do it. They can make resolutions demanding that, that the administration take more stringent action than they've done thus far. And then there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that the congressional leadership can do and the citizens can do by by you know, campaigns of of uh, demonstrations, of letters to the president, that sort of thing, uh, that actually has some effect. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are going, oh, come on, Bochy, that doesn't do anything. It actually does. Politicians respond to that kind of pressure if it's consistent enough and, and enough volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can get them to do more by the outcry and in this case, you know, there's even people on the left who are calling for it. So this sure. is a, a nonpartisan thing. Really? It's just okay. decent human beings who are looking at what's going on mm-hmm. are sickened by it and want our country to do more to help the innocent people of Ukraine. I mean, I know you're, you've, you've studied uh, military history over the years. Um, does this have any, any, any uh, odor of, uh, you know, the early days of the Hitler regime? I mean, is this the, it seems to me this is the kind of stuff that people were, were unilaterally turning a blind eye to and, and really not caring that much about the fact that or thinking they didn't have really a place in stopping Hitler with the, with the atrocities of the Jewish people. Uh, it, it, it could have that 
tone. Uh, fortunately, the, the West and, and even President Biden, at least speaking out against it, he's not, I don't think, uh, responding as robustly as I'd like to see. Yeah. Uh, but he, they at least put the sanctions on that sort of thing. With Hitler, everybody kind of went, oh, that's really not happening. Well, with today's communications methodologies, cell phones, things like that, it's really hard to hide this kind of horrific genocidal actions. And, and we're seeing it. That's why we're so sickening is we're getting it on the, the evening news. Yeah. Uh, we're getting it on our phones every time they're, you know, the thing vibrates. You realize sure, it's sure. another news hit talking about this stuff. So hopefully uh, we can uh, avoid it. The, the talk of appeasing Putin has pretty much disappeared. Yeah, uh, I don't care about appeasing anybody at this point. I care about protecting the women and children at this yeah. point. Yeah, and and the you know the the strength of the resistance of the Ukrainian military and their civilians that have mobilized to help them uh, has been so tremendous that people are not saying, well, okay, what can we give Putin to get him to go away? Yeah, yeah that's like, over. How can we get Putin out of this country mm-hmm. and make this a full up defeat right. for this kind of behavior? to send a message to autocrats everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're moving in that direction. Hopefully that will continue. But to do that, we've got to, to equip the Ukrainian fighters sufficiently to do the job themselves. And they're ready to do it. And, and we have incredibly... Come fight with them. I don't even know the half of it, I'm sure. But other people I know in the special ops community have told me things. And, of course, I get a lot of information from you. Uh, we have an incredibly robust capability with special ops, right, special forces. Uh, it, it, it would make sense to me that we should be in there helping and teaching uh, the Ukrainians and, and being able to take that amazing ability that we have uh, in terms of special forces and, and, and transfer some of that wisdom and knowledge and, and make Ukrainians a better fighting force. I, I would love Absolutely. to, I would that love to see that happen. That is the primary mission of the Army Special Forces. Yeah. It is not to chase terrorists. It's not to to do be commandos, per se. It's to go in. You know, we're the Army school teachers. We go in in denied areas and, yeah. you know, behind the lines yeah. and train with the, the locals, the good guys, uh, and then if if allowed, we fight with them uh, against those bad guys. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. We can train them and then, you know, help them do their planning and send them on their way. It's more effective if we send some of our guys with them. Of course. Because then yeah. we can really uh, make sure that they're doing things correctly. A little coaching. It's also safer from a standpoint of human rights. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't want the Ukrainians to get so uh, upset about what's happened to their civilians that they start doing atrocities against the Russians. Exactly. That's exactly. not a positive we thing either. On that. Mm. Uh, we want the Ukrainians, you know, basically to stay mm. clean, if you will. Yes. So yes. that it's, it's, it's easier for people of good conscience to support them. Uh, if our guys are with them, there's a better chance of that outcome than, than a more horrific one. So right, right. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. 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 We have right. the capability. We have the training. This is the mission I had when I was a young lieutenant first joining Special Forces back in the late 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, to that, we, you know, we were just targeted against the Soviets, mm-hmm. not against the Russians. 
uh, and oddly enough, same people, same enemy doctrine, uh, and it'll work just as effectively as it would have then. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I really hope that this is going to happen and develop, and we can't wait too much longer. Every every day we wait, there's, there's innocent people being killed wrongly, and, and I just uh, I really I really had a turn of, turn of heart in the entire issue. Steve Bucci, Heritage Foundation, as always, sir, thank you so much for spending time with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It's my pleasure, Pastor. It's a sad subject, but uh, I'm glad you're bringing focus to it. Thank you, sir. See you next week. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, commercial news, open phone lines, the rest of the show, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. I will also be uh, announcing the location and uh, and date for the uh, listener luncheon. And I hope that you'll uh, plan on being there. Can't wait to see you guys. We haven't had one in a long time, so it'll be a lot of fun to do it. We'll be right back. Join the Hartford Symphony Orchestra for Rachmaninoff and Tchaikovsky, April 8th through the 10th at the Bushnell. This is the first time the HSO performs Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony under the direction of music director Carolyn Kwan. And guest pianist Henry Kramer joins the HSO for Rachmaninoff's Piano Concerto No. 3. For tickets to Rachmaninoff and Tchaikovsky, call 860-987-5900 or visit hartfordsymphony.org. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go it alone. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 1038 WTIC News Talk 1080 and uh, the Monday edition of Will Marotti Show. So uh, I'm going to announce the uh, location and date for the uh, listener luncheon. And we haven't had one of these since COVID. So it would be great to see everybody come out. And uh, we're going we're gonna to do it at about, uh, uh, I think, 1145 and uh, we're going to do it at a, a place that with several people. I was been taking suggestions for the past couple weeks, and this name came popped up a number of times. I've never been there. I'm going to go check it out, but uh, I've never eaten there. But but again, it, it looks good. Good reviews online. Uh, you know, just um, nice, nice, good place. Well done. Cheerful. 
clean. You know, all things that are important to me, right? When I'm, when I'm looking for a place. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a moment. We'll, uh, We'll tell you where the next uh, the next listener luncheon is going to be. Uh, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. We have yet another record for amens today. Veronica came in late today, so we are at 33 amens, which is important because that's the number of cars that they start at the Indianapolis 500. 33 cars traditionally are the number that they start in the race. 11 rows of three. It's a very spectacular, magnificent kind of a thing. There's still time, by the way, if you have a company that does national business nationally, you'd like to get some great recognition and, uh, and a lot of support on social media for your product, uh, there's time for you to get involved with uh, our IndyCar effort in May. You can uh, email me at willmorati at yahoo.com. I'd love to talk with you and, and uh, give you a presentation. It would be wonderful to do that. You can reach me again, Will Marotti at yahoo.com. And high-end hospitality, if you want to entertain clients, there's uh, got some great suites reserved. It's going to be a great, great month of May. Uh, it's, it's a whole month-long thing. It's not just one day. And and the social media support will 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 uh, help through the balance of 2022. So interested in maybe getting involved and in, in maybe more affordable than you may think, uh, interestingly enough. 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. So uh, I, I think we need to do more to help the Ukraine uh, situation, Ukrainians. Uh, I think we should do less to help Hunter Biden. We're spending 30000 a month to rent a luxury mansion in Malibu for <laughs> Hunter Biden. Unbelievable. Big problem with daycare in Connecticut. I, I know this because we have a daycare. We have Carver Preschool in Wallingford, infant through uh, pre-K four, and there are a lot of uh, there's shortages, um, unbelievable shortages. Um, we kept ours open. We took a real pounding through COVID. We lost half of our students in COVID, but we made the decision to try to stay stay the course, stay open. We felt like we'd be stronger when we came out of it, which is what's happening, except you can't find folks that to work. Can't find folks. And uh, this is a problem statewide. There's a tremendous shortage of daycare staff, and right now the demand is increasing. People want to go back to work. They need care for their children. And it's a big problem. It's a big problem, and we'll talk about that um, in a little bit. Let's go to a, a call. Let's go to... Um, uh, Miss Kim, hello, Miss Kim. Welcome to the program. Oh, are you there, Miss Kim? Uh, I'm sorry, I hit the button late. Hello, Kim. Hi, Pastor Will. Hold on a second. I'll get on a, a speakerphone. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm off speakerphone now. Thank you. And what I wanted to say is, uh, first of all, your your I I went yesterday to your autism um, ben benefit. Someone told and... me you were there, but I didn't see you. Yeah, um, Mr. Shackman, I gave him the bingo forms and the um, the door prize, you know, ticket there to give to you. So if you didn't get it, well, I did get it, but I, I was misinformed. I was told by by Joey that Brian had purchased the ticket for me. Yeah, and wow. then I went to Brian to say thank you. And by the way, I I gave money anyway, even though it was already paid for. I told him to keep the money. Um, and then and then Brian said, no, I think. It was Kim that paid for tickets. So I'm saying, Kim, I'm looking around. I didn't see you. 
So well, what happened? I had, I, well, I only stayed about 10 minutes just to see if you were there. I was ready to give you a good lecture, but I had to leave. I was seeing patients. Oh, I would have so, received uh, it, too. Thank you. <laughs> well, here's what I just want to say. If you're going to talk about, first of all, uh, World War II and the lessons of Germany, yeah. learn the Ukrainian part of that. There was a lot of um, uh, concentration camps. Sorbador yeah. was one of them in Poland, but they right. ran, were run by the Ukrainian guards because they were much more Nazi they were than, than the Nazis. And they, it, all those trench killings, and uh, um, many of them were done by Ukrainians. So, um, and there's a movie by Rutger Hauer was in it, you know, he's an 1980s star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called Escape from Sorbador, and it was, a CBS, it was on CBS, it was one of those TVs, movies that went on me, for several just, nights. I want to look it up because I want to see it. And they, and they have from... quotes somewhat in that movie that says something, the Ukrainians, the Ukrainians are worse than the German Nazis, you know. So anyway, um, not the important thing. So if you take out a sheet of paper and you put on their cost-benefit of what would happen if we go in on the side of, of Ukraine, I can tell you it's not looking good. And... Uh, by the way, the, the words of the day the media is putting out is war crimes in Nuremberg. And uh, I'm just saying what's on, happened. On, what what on, what images on, we're on, seeing now, Kim? Images hold, hold, that are... hold on, unprovoked, unprovoked, unprovoked. That's getting said too. Well, it is provoked. We ignored all of the Russian. I know, and I said that earlier in the show. Details. I made mention yep. of that. Right, you've got to know what's been going on. Those those bioweapon labs, by the way, where race they've concentrated on race. The slabs are a race. They're concentrating on how to kill Slavs. Russians are Slavs. Ukrainians are Slavs. Right. And Polish are Slavs, too. But right. they were concentrating in their research on how to kill Slavs. Sick, sick stuff that was going on there. Putin has been the rational one here and going after it. There was three or four. No matter how you can use Putin and rational in the same sentence, okay, that no, doesn't make listen. sense. Listen, you see the danger, you see what's happening, you know you're being targeted, and the world is not doing anything about it. Three or four international agreements were supposed to stop the, uh, the targeting of Russians, and it didn't stop. One of them, the, I think it was the Minsk agreement, or Bucharest, and there's Budapest as well. Yeah, right, Budapest, One of them sure. was supposed to stop after the bombing of, the, of Dunbass. They were taking their land, taking the wealth, wealth of, the, of the assets in that land. But let me go back to that paper where you write pros and cons so we don't go into something where we lose all our blood and treasure. If you start saying, okay, we're going to kill the world's reserve currency being the dollar, that's one risk. The other risk is that we... Uh, start a world war. The other risk is we bring China in. The other risk is that we start using nuclear weapons. Uh, and there's more and more risks. What's the benefit on the other side? Oh, we feel good about helping Ukraine? No, it's not feeling good. It's a moral obligation, Kim. We are a good nation. Still, in spite of all of our problems, we are a good, decent, moral nation. The Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. We have right. a moral exactly. obligation right. to step and in. Right, you should have been helping the Ukrainian. Uh, we should have. I agree. We should have. But I can't change right. the past. All two, I can do is affect two the things. current and the future. Two things to, to tell you this. One... Putin is arch enemy is Soros. Soros has taken over our intelligence agencies, our politicians, and our media. And we, he is, he is definitely into deceit. So he's get confusing you. The best thing that can happen is he gets you to fight his other enemy. That's how they work. The second thing is to resolve all of this. All you have to do is look back at what uh, Putin has said, and he's thought, said some very rational things. 
saying, uh, I won't go into all the things he said about Christianity and this wokeism and the danger of the media not presenting truth, okay? That's all you have to do is listen to the other side's argument. That's all you have to do. And then world peace will happen. We're never, we're never going to have world peace. That's a, that's a myth. Know, it's not going to happen. But, but it doesn't says, stop it all the things you're stop. saying, Kim. I, even if I don't disagree with you, what I'm saying is that doesn't stop what's happening today. Right. It doesn't and stop the innocent says, slaughter will, of women and children never, today. Putin said it may never be okay with what is going on in the world today, but it's important to try. And I'm not saying we should do this with, with, with regular forces. I think we could do more with weapon system. I think we could do more with special forces. And, and, no, and no one would be the wiser. World War III. No, it's not going to happen, Kim. Go, There's go no benefit to Putin to start World War III. It's not going to happen. He, it is going to happen. Do you know why it's going to happen? He has prepared his people with two things over the years. One was revolutionizing the agriculture because mm -hmm. he knew this was going to happen. And two, guess what he's building? He's building bomb shelters for his people. Sure. Our people, our people are in denial, saying it won't happen. We'll just poke the bear, and it won't happen. I mm. know it will happen. I've got books that talked about him for we can, years. We, we are so superior to the Russians militarily, it's, it's not even funny. No, and they have more weapons than us. We have Nuclear. better weapons. Our Nuclear. weapons are far more. Their, their stuff is Cold War era, Kim. Okay. They've been bankrupt Caswell, for years. You have one flaw. You listen to the regular lying media. I don't. No, no, I don't that's not true at all. I'm, I have people, I have people, friends in military, friends in special forces, have nothing to do with the military, uh, with the media. I don't trust the media. I don't listen to the media. I just know what's happening right now, and I know what our capabilities are, and our capabilities are greater than the Russians, and Putin is, at, uh, he's a coward. He's not going to do it. Consider the sources of not your, what you're it. getting that information. I do. I, I do. I consider a source of people who took a constitutional oath to, to defend and protect. That's what I'm listening to. I'm not okay. listening to the media. You know I have no respect, no regard for the media. I don't yeah, trust it's, anything it's, the media it's says. It's a tainted well, and we constantly drink from it. And our, our values and our thoughts and our beliefs are based on what that tainted well is My, telling us. No. Kim, I have there. a biblical worldview. I don't listen to the world. I don't. I don't have, get my values from the world. I get my values from the Scripture and from Jesus Christ. We have a responsibility to protect and defend those who cannot protect and defend themselves. That's just the bottom line. And I'm not. I'm not going to be swayed by anything else or anyone else. I don't care what George Soros does. I know he's an enemy, but he's not the problem today. He's not the problem. We have a lot of enemies. We have a lot of problems. Soros isn't the problem today. Control of your government and your media. So. All right, Pastor Will, I Thank tried you, my Kim. best with you. Bye. Pre oh, appreciate bye. Your, your thoughts. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's go to, um, oh, oh, did I announce it where we're having the luncheon? Okay, we're going to be visiting uh, East Berlin, uh, Berlin, not Berlin, Germany. <laughs> we're going to be visiting East Berlin, and we're going to be going to Uncle D's Diner for the next uh, listener luncheon. That's going to be on the Friday the 29th of April. Uh, it's a wonderful place, very clean, modern-looking, maybe, maybe a little nostalgic-looking, maybe 50-ish looking a little bit. Um, great menu, great food. That's where we're going. We're going to Uncle D's Diner on Friday, April 29th, 11.45, and uh, I hope that you'll come out. We'll talk a lot about that over the next few weeks as we prepare for that. Let's go to our good friend in Hartford, Shariq. Shariq, go ahead. Best of all, how you thanks a lot for taking my call. And, yes, sir. Um, I just want to say something about Ukraine. 
I do not, uh, I mean, I hate to do, say that, but I do not agree with you that we should That's help uh, uh, Ukraine to the extent that we, we end up war with, um, with, uh, with uh, Russia. Nobody wants a war with the, the Russians. Thing, the first thing we should do is to end this war. Right, right now, right away, whatever. And, and how do we, we do that? That's the question. How do we do we that? Sure. We have to negotiate with uh, Mr. Putin. Give There's him, no uh, negotiation. And those, uh, I think that we have to. Otherwise, there is no no other way. Right now, diplomacy That's, is not well, an option with Putin. Go ahead. No, I think diplomacy is an option. We should not paint him so bad that we, we it will be untenable to talk to him. I I do I agree with Miss Kim on few things, but do not agree with as always on his her <laughs> things about Mr. Soros. Uh, I I think so. Be, um, I don't agree with uh, with all that. But the other thing is, what I was saying is that. Um, we can st- we can still help Ukraine. You know, and I agree with you fully that United uh, that Russia is very afraid of United of United States, even conventionally. You know, yes. Russia is very afraid, and yes. I think so. It can, this can this can this war can go sleepwalk into a World War Three or something because we will not if we, we have if we ever had a World War Three, we won't have a World War Four. No, you're right. I agree with that. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, thanks a lot. What what, what diner is this? Uncle D's or B's? Uh, It's called Uncle D's, the letter D. Uncle D's, D apostrophe S. Uncle D's Diner. It's in East Berlin, Connecticut. Oh, okay. East Berlin. That's not too far from me. You can make it. Yeah, I can, I can do. I'll do it this time. Uh, definitely. All right. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll look forward I'll, to seeing you there. It's an honor and privilege to see you and other people, too. Well, I hope All a right. lot of folks Thank will you. come out. We've had good All ones right. in the past, and it's time to re- reconstitute now that COVID's done. Sharik, okay. thank you for your call. All right, we're going to take a break, a couple commercials, come back. We're going to set up for the Between Rounds Bagel last caller of the day here on the Monday edition of the Will Marotti Show right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Man, where are the doobies playing? Hey, 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 welcome back. Oh, boy, we're almost out of time. Big news, big news, big news. Doobie Brothers, you might think that I like Doobie Brothers, being that that's our theme song. Uh, Doobie Brothers, September 11th, down in Bridgeport with Michael McDonald. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that'll be a show, a show to see for sure. September 11th in Bridgeport, the Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald. Yikes. Uh, well, that's it. We, the, the last caller of the day sponsored by Between Rounds Bagel Deli and Bakery with locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn. If you're the winner of the last caller of the day, you get a dozen bagels free courtesy of Between Rounds for six months. Oh, my gosh. And let us go to that caller right now. Uh, we'll go to Hartford and Gene. Gene, welcome to the show. Congratulations. You're the last caller of the day, and you're going to get a dozen bagels from between rounds for six months. Wow. That's great, Reverend. Thank you very much. I'll make it quick. Uh, this is in response to Kim's uh, call. Yes. In regards to fallout shelters and preparation. Uh, a couple weeks ago, one of the large municipalities did some research as to where the fallout shelters were in that that town for the Cold War era. There used yeah. to be 125 of them. Mm-hmm. Now, the emergency planner, nobody had a record of them or where they were <laughs> or if they were maintained. <laughs> so they, they went to the next step. Mm-hmm. They went to Homeland Security at the state. Mm-hmm. The state has no records of any of those fallout shelters in the state of Connecticut. 
this person wasn't satisfied with that. They went to FEMA to the regional director mm. and asked for the criteria for determining what buildings meet the requirements because mm. that was done years ago. They no longer have those files or records available. They would have to go into archives and find them. Mm. And this was very disturbing to me uh, when I found out about it. And this is firsthand knowledge. No, I'm, I don't doubt you at all. Right. And it's, See, listen, it's disturbing. I, would you give me a call tomorrow on this? Because I'm out of time. i got to put you on hold so Matt can get your information. Sure, sure. And I'd Thank love you. to talk to you more about this if you give us a call tomorrow. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Hey, great show. Love you guys. Enjoy the day. God bless you. Uh, thanks, Matt. Awesome job. All the calls. Thank you, uh, Steve Bucci. Uh, God bless you. We'll see you. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.